Hello, this is your boy uh, AC3 Savage uh, with uh, Keep That Same Energy podcast uh, presenting the sex packets. It's going to be another quickie, uh, part two. We're going to talk about August Alcina and the fine, irresistible Jada Pinkett Smith, who's 47 or 48 years old, and she's just banging, been hot since 92, you know, from woo. Uh, what was that other movie she was in where she like uh, was, was having sex? What, what movie was it? Are you talking about Well, I don't know. I didn't the one where she had sex with the older dude to like set it off. She's been so, cooking for a long time. Woo wasn't even that long ago, though. You should have started with like low down dirty we was definitely in the 90s when I was a child. Low Down Dirty Shame, I don't barely remember, but I've seen it a couple times. It is on Netflix. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we're going to talk about today. Uh, we got uh, the usuals in place, which would be uh, myself, AC3 Savage, as well as uh, my co-host, uh, the sex coach extraordinaire, Mrs. Nikki, and uh, hi, Mrs. Fly. How's everybody doing tonight? Pretty good. I'm good. Well over here, yeah. I'm ready to kind of dive into the second part of this conversation. It's really going to be interesting tonight. Definitely will be. And so, and we also have uh, from the same Keep That Same Energy podcast, uh, Marcus, don't call him Mr. And a special guest tonight is going to be Court. Um, So we'll go ahead and deep dive right into everything that's going on. So, in case you haven't heard, uh, there was a little bit of tea that was spilled a few days ago uh, with Mr. August Alcina, uh, basically revealing that he has been having a sexual relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith, or Jada Pinkett Shakur Smith, whatever we want to call her behind closed doors or out in front. Ow. I just wanted to give you guys just a little bit of background. So I did a little bit of deep diving. Wait, you can't leave out the fact that he also stated that he had Will Smith's blessing. That too. And I was going to put that in there. So he did have Will Smith's blessing, allegedly. But essentially, Jada's 48 years old, which Black don't crack. Shout out to her. Uh, Young August is 27. Um, He just released an album, 626 of 20. So, you know, just came out. It's called uh, The Product 3, State of Emergency. Uh, the weird thing is, when I looked it up, Jaden Smith, who, you know, is the Smith's son, uh, the younger son, introduced these two uh, back in 2015. Uh, so we'll go ahead and kind of just deep dive into things. Um, first and foremost, we're going to talk about, with them, the Smiths allegedly having uh, this type of, I don't know if they're swingers, is it an open situation, uh, uh, polygamy, I, I don't know, because these are things that are kind of similar, but they're very much different. But I just wanted to kind of jump into things and talk about what are do's and don'ts with introducing another sexual partner to a marriage, and is this something that any of you would be comfortable with doing? I'm going to start out with Court, uh, since she is the uh, guest. What are your thoughts on that and everything that's going on? Well, so I'm married, and I've actually been married twice. And I feel like whatever the do's and don'ts is whatever you choose. Like, whatever they decide in their marriage is for them. I did some digging myself, and I saw an interview with Will Smith where he said, there is absolutely nothing this woman can do that will ever make me leave her or divorce her. And she said on the red table talk, her show, she said, you know, that is her life partner till death do they part. Even if she's on one end of the house with somebody else and he's on the other. So if that is their understanding, that is what they're comfortable with. You know, we have seen multiple pictures of him and Will Smith taking selfies, them all being on boats. And see, I follow this gossip site, gossip in the city. And they had been posting Will Smith's little, you know, girlfriend years ago. So if that's what floats their boat, 
then fine. I mean, I guess they have decided no matter what, they're staying together. So it looked like they do's and don'ts is working just fine. Well, besides the aspect of him telling everybody. But it's like, really, everybody already knew, though. So I don't know. But I don't think we could confirm it 100%. Um, and thank you for your input. I'm going to go ahead and kick this one over to uh, our sex coach, Nick, Nikki. So what are your thoughts on everything? Um, like introducing this, what type of boundaries do you have when you're having this type of a sexual relationship? Please educate us tonight. Okay. So first I would like to start by clarifying the difference between polymory and an open relationship. Because I think some people do think they're synonymous and they're not. Um, polymory is when you have multiple romantic relationships at the same time with the knowledge and consent of everyone that is involved, whereas an uh, open relationship is where all parties are free to, to have other partners. So I believe in this situation, the rumors are that Will and Jada have an open relationship. Um, when it comes to the do's and don'ts, like Court mentioned, I think the rules is it, pretty much up to the couple. I think when it does come to introducing someone else into your relationship, there needs to be boundaries set in the, uh, I'm sorry, there needs to be boundaries set in the beginning and everyone needs to be on the same page. In this particular situation, I'm not sure what boundaries or rules were established, but I definitely feel like telling the world what goes on behind closed door could not have been part of that agreement, especially being that Will and Jada are both denying what August is saying. Um, I feel like I feel like some of that may come into play with his mental stability or lack thereof with all that is going on. Um, I know we're not here to really discuss that part, so I'm not going to go into depth about that. But I just feel like I feel like when you are bringing someone into your relationship, you need to make sure that everyone is clear. All parties involved have to keep their um, feelings in check or it can get messy. Agreed, definitely. So um, the next person I'll go okay. ahead and go with uh, Marcus. What, what are your thoughts on this uh, as far as boundaries? Is, is this even something that you would consider? Uh, as far as doing like the open thing or the poly thing, I don't think so. I mean, I'm married. I got two kids. That's a lot of work as it is. So adding another person whose needs and feelings I have to take care of is just like, nah, I need some me time. I'm, I need, I would need some me time on that one. But as far as like, if I was to, to, I guess, explore that option, then you, you have to have an open and clear line of communication with your partner so that they know what's going on and they know what to expect. So if they hear certain things or you tell them certain things or, you know, whatever, something pops up, then they can, you can always go back to like, Hey, at the beginning of this, when we started this, I told you that I wanted to do this, this, and this, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. I, like I watched a movie today where this, this man and this woman uh, hooked up with another girl and then the girlfriend like went out of town for the weekend. So the guy, he went and hooked up with that girl that they hooked up with together on his own and ended up getting her pregnant. So it was just like, those those were not the rules. The rules were, we're going to hook up with this girl together, but they didn't establish that. They didn't really communicate about it. And it was just a whole thing. But if they had communicated better, then there wouldn't have been that many problems. So that's, I think that's the key to the whole thing. Okay, agreed. And uh, Court, did you have something that you wanted to add on before I get to Kai? Yeah, I didn't answer your question. I mentioned that I had been married twice, but I didn't explain what I meant by that. In my first marriage, we did have a threesome and we had the understanding. I was able to choose the girl, whatever. I actually chose one of my friends and it wasn't like any issues. No boundaries were crossed. Everybody was comfortable. It was fine. This marriage. Yeah. Not so much. <laughs> it's not, it's not happening. It wouldn't be something, you know, so it's like every relationship is different. People have, you know, so it's like, I don't judge because I've been there, done that. So I understand it. But I have other opinions about it, but I'll let other people talk first. 
Oh, shoot. I didn't realize I wasn't on mute the whole time. I apologize. So definitely thank you for shedding light on that. Because when I come back around to me, I'm going to talk about how I was in an open relationship before. Uh, Kai, what are your thoughts on, you know, what you've heard so far? Um, you know, I tried to get this together in my mind, but I wasn't able to be so open-minded about this one. Um, I've obviously never been married. Um, so I can't really say what I would and wouldn't, wouldn't actually do. Um, but I think I'm more interested in, like, after hearing Court's response, um, the fact that she had, you know, two different situations or two, I'm sorry, not situations, but two marriages and one relationship, you know, they, they decided to do that. It kind of makes me wonder what the mind frame is like. I wonder if, um, cause it's hard to relate it to Jada and Will cause you know, they live a completely different lifestyle than of course we do. So when you can hear it from somebody who can relate like on our level, like was it done because you hit a roadblock in the relationship? And then what was, I more so have like so many questions. I kind of don't have a real opinion about it. It just opens up more questions as I hear other people talk about it. So I want to know like, why did you do it? What was the effect of that? Um, I personally don't feel like I'm for it, but I mean, later on down the line, who knows? I don't see it. <laughs> I really don't. I'm so open. I really am because I can be so close-minded about certain things. I just don't. I don't see it. But I am very interested as to why, you know, a person would do that and what the effect of their relationship was after. Oh, well, you know, whenever you, I'll answer whenever we get Okay. To well, definitely. We'll go ahead and the floor is yours. Like, um, how did that change the dynamic of you guys' relationship? Like, it didn't. It didn't. Um, it didn't. It was a very like it was. I get. I guess in the aspect that it was up to me to choose. It wasn't like a so I didn't have any insecurities. It wasn't. It was with a person that I trusted. So afterwards, I wasn't worried about her texting him. Um, even the dynamic of the situation when we did it. Like when we finished, it was him and I, so it wasn't. And she was more into me than him anyway, so it, it wasn't like a competition or it, everybody was just comfortable. But it it had no detriment to my marriage. Like it, that wasn't why we ended up divorcing. Um, and the reason we did it was because he was we were young and he was like really into porn or whatever and that was like one of the things he watched or whatever i felt secure in my marriage like we had already had our boys and i really thought you know at that time i was going to be with him forever and i knew that i knew him in a way that nobody else that i was bringing in would know so i didn't feel like she was going to come in and like rock his world or something like I just I guess I felt secure he made me feel secure I didn't have anything to worry about so we did it we recorded it um it was for his birthday and yeah it, it really wasn't any consequences to that her and I are still friends to this day like it's she's happily married like everything is fine <laughs> I'm not with him anymore but it, it had nothing to do with that situation at all Hmm, okay. So, and I believe in our group chat, uh, Nikki, didn't you drop like a video or something um, where someone, a, a woman was actually saying that, I guess one of the, one of the conditions that she had in introducing another party was she had to pick the party, not necessarily the man picking the party, which I thought was kind of weird, but uh, do you have any additional thoughts or anything like that about this? Have you? I don't really want to know, but just saying. What, what are your thoughts, Nikita? Nikita? Uh, yeah, I realize I didn't answer that part of the question as well. No, I don't foresee me ever partaking in an open relationship or any type of um, polygamy. Mostly because um, when I was in college, I did engage in a threesome i was the third party i was invited into someone else's relationship and it did not end well um and what i mean by that is 
me and the girl were friends, which is why she was comfortable asking me. But somewhere along the way, she began to feel like her boyfriend was more into me than into her. And after the fact, her boyfriend actually slid into my DMs and he was trying to hook up with me outside of their relationship, which wasn't cool. And it resulted in her not talking to me anymore. So we, we haven't talked since then. But I just, that left a, a bad taste in my mouth about those type of situations. Mm, and that's that's really unfortunate because, you know, at the end of the day, if he slid into your DMs, that's not your fault. But I realize some people there, you know, when we're young and we're immature, we make those types of decisions. So as far as me, I don't know if you can count being in an open relationship, but when I was like underage, there was a girl that I was interested in, but I wasn't really trying to make my girlfriend. And she wasn't really trying to have sex unless we were in a relationship. So I did some quick research. This was probably in 2003. And I came up with a, with a masterful plan. I was like, hey, let's enter an open relationship. Uh, I go to Ridgeview. You go to Orange Park. I'm sorry. I go to Orange Park. You go to Ridgeview. Um, what we'll do is when we're together, we're together. When we're apart, we're apart. You know what I'm saying? You you keep it honest with me. I'll keep it honest with you. And it was cool because I got the maximum amount of benefits that I can get. And I mean, we're still friends and stuff like that regardless. But uh, what ended up ultimately happening was I hooked up, like made another girl my girlfriend. Rumors started swirling got back to her that I was actually in an open relationship. This motherfucker called me and was like, you need to call that bitch on three-way now and break up with her. And so, you know, I did it. You know, it was, it is what it is. I, I felt like at that moment, you know, I got a girl that I wanted. And so I kind of, you know, just let the other girl go. I, I don't know if nowadays I can kind of pitch that idea and I don't know, like, you know, things change. Like I'm 34. I don't have a family right now. And so my dynamic is changing and the way that I look at things is changing a little bit. So I just don't think that I would want to have to deal with something like that and managing like a whole nother person. And I'll give you guys another quick tidbit. So I know somebody personally that um, is in a culture and in that culture, you can have multiple wives. Uh, what you're supposed to do, if you're going to entertain this, you need to make enough money to take care of these wives. So this brother wanted to import a wife from Africa, like kind of like on some mail order bride type stuff. Wife kept telling him no. And of course, he ended up losing everything that he had because he was trying to pitch this idea of, hey, you know, bringing in another younger partner. Like, I think from what I know, I think she was like 19. He was 40 and his wife was like 37 or something like that. And so, you know, obvious he wants someone younger, sexier and stuff like that. But he didn't even have a job to support neither one of them. Like he was a freaking bellboy at a hotel in Atlanta. But, you know, and he lost everything by that uh, bad decision that he made. Uh, like I said, for some people, and I said this on part one, I kind of feel like if Will and Jada are truly in this type of relationship, I challenge them to be out and open with this style of relationship. Uh, so for the people who want to know, they can kind of know what to look for in that because we don't know. And like even from a sexual standpoint, I don't know about yourself, brother Marcus, but you know, I have sex once. I need a lot of time to recharge. You know, how are you able to fulfill all these needs to these different women? Because I'm sure it's not all about threesomes, you know, and you have to cater to these individual people. Uh, with August, Will, and Jada, I'm assuming all in the same household. Like, I don't know. That's it, just seems like kind of nasty to me, I guess, because it's two dudes. And, I mean, but that that always kind of happens. Like that's kind of what we expect right now. You know what I'm saying? Like especially on the internet or in any kind of casual conversation. You know, it's whatever. Like we we've, we've all talked about. Well, yeah, pretty much everybody on this call right now has talked about threesomes, and they've all involved 
two women and one guy. It, it just doesn't seem like we're at the point to like discuss the idea of having a threesome with two guys and one woman. Like that's not something that's normal in America. Whoa. That's not I'm something that people are comfortable talking about. Adolphus? All right, and Court, you go ahead with your point on that. I was throwing you up underneath the bus. I was about to say, it is normal conversation for us because we have a friend who has had multiple threesomes with two guys. I won't say Well, that. I don't want to say that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, that that that's it's kind cool. of a train, but okay. No, it, it, but it, it, that's where it goes to. It goes into like, okay, that's a train, but then if it's two girls, it's a threesome. So it's like, it's always that distinction right there. Yeah, it's so always it's more, it's, with guys, yeah. It's more viewed in a negative way as opposed to like, if, you have, if you're if you a dude and you have a threesome, man, you are you can't tell, you can't tell me nothing, man. Like you're on top of the world. But if you're like, if you're a girl, and or if you're a, a woman and you had a threesome with two dudes and you tell one of your guy friends or you tell a guy that you're interested in, all of a sudden he's looking at you kind of crazy, like, really? That's what that's what you do? Like, that's how you were raised? Like, damn, you know, you got any standards? But well, you know. and I guess what I'm trying to say is it doesn't even have to be at the same time. Like, I can't imagine if me and my wife that I don't have are still, we're in an open marriage and we're still engaging in activities ourselves and you're in like the same house. Now, granted, they probably live in a 30, 40,000 square foot estate, but you're doing your own thing. And then me having to come back and do our, like have sex with you too. I don't know. It just seems like, I don't know. That, that's why I would like to know like the dynamic of this. And I wish I had, I had another podcaster that was going to come on that actually regularly engages in these type of activities as well. Um, but unfortunately she's, you know, been moving around a lot and we'll get her on one day, but like, I, I just, I, I don't understand that. Like to me, I guess the way that I was raised, like sex is just so sacred and I don't want to be passing around my juices to other people and vice versa and things like that. But I just find it really strange. Like, Will can be like, okay, this is the love of my life. And she's in another part of the house getting her back blown out by this guy that is, you know, almost half her age. Like, I, I, I just don't get it, honestly. I don't, I don't think that's what it is. If I had to guess, I don't think that's the case. Like, people are making it seem like Will Smith is sitting outside the bedroom listening and waiting on his turn to go in. Like, I feel like it's a thing where Will is doing his own thing. He's probably, you know, in Dubai filming Bad Boys 4. And Jada's like at the crib. Hey, come through real quick. Come through for a little bit. You know, I don't. I don't think it's a thing where it's like she's she has like August fulfilled a need for her. Like Will fulfills her life needs, and then uh, August feels a little small part of her life needs. And I feel like when Will is not there, that's when August kind of steps in and does what he needs to does and does what he needs to do and fulfills the needs that she has when Will is not there. Because, like, Will's a busy dude. Like, he's all over the place all the time. So if he's fine with that, like, I I just don't really like how it's being portrayed that, you know, he's, like, sleeping in the guest bedroom when August comes through. Like, it, it, I don't think it's that. I think that visual or that idea comes from the statement that Courtney brought up before that Jada made on the Red Table Talk when she said, you know, if we're going to be married, we're going to stay in the same house. But if you're going to be with somebody else or I'm going to be with somebody else, we'll just be with that person on the opposite side of the house. So I think that's what painted that picture in everybody's mind. And that's why a lot of people are kind of stuck on Will actually being there in the same house at the same time that Jada is with August. That's a good point. Kai, do you have any thoughts? I guess to me, the reason that I picture Will in the house, honestly, after seeing the pictures with like him and her and the kids and then him and her and her mom. So for me, seeing a relationship that open like that to where your mom and your kids are involved and you quote have gotten the blessing. I just, in my mind, I think I create this little sick image in my mind because 
I just picture it like literally that that one picture where you see August come down in the robe and it's like, will Jada say, can you take the dogs out? Like <laughs> in my mind, that's really like what I pictured in my head. So that's just me being me, but I can't help but picture it any other way because they were so public. Well, I don't know if I want to call it public with it, but you know, normally you would think that a situation like that was maybe where it was just him and her and they did stuff, but other people seem to be involved in whatever they were creating as well. Oh yeah. So <clears throat> I do have a quick question. Um, you know, of course I sent you guys uh, a tidbit of information as far as what's been going on with Mr. August. I had a brother to pass away in 2010, sister to pass away in 2018. Uh, he's dealt with uh, lupus. Um, and just on the parts that I saw in the interview, like he he seems like he's going through a lot and he has been going through a lot. So do you guys think that Jada possibly took advantage of him, like just to kind of sexually exploit him? And to piggyback off of that, is it weird that she met him through Jaden and he was underage? I didn't know yeah, yeah, he was he was fifteen. So, and we'll just start out with you, Marcus. What are your thoughts on that? Like, do you feel like they took advantage of him for his sexual talents, or because he's young and she thought saw an opportunity? Yeah, I, well, not knowing that uh, she met him when he was fifteen kind of changes my whole uh, standpoint on the thing. Like, no, I'm sorry. He, Jaden was fifteen. He was twenty two when they met. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you meant August. He, he was grown. So, okay, yeah. I mean. Is it a tad bit creepy? A little bit, but I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's anything wrong or manipulative going on just because just based on what I know about Jada Pinkett and how she carries herself and how she talks, I feel I feel like she's very clear and direct with what she wants and what she wants from a particular person. So I felt like she let August know what the deal was like, hey, this is what I want from you. I want you to do this, this and this. This is where we're at. I have this with Will. I have this with whoever. Will has whatever. But me and you, we are going to live in this box, in these parameters. And I feel like if you do that, if you establish, like like I said, if you establish these rules and you communicate what you want from a person, then I feel like everything is fine. But it's once you step out of that box is when things get a little bit weird. And I think that's what that's what August did. Like I feel like August is in the wrong here by going out and publicly putting putting other people's business out there like that's not his place to, to speak on like you're you're not married to Jada you're not married to Will it's not your place to publicly speak on their marriage like that even if you are involved agreed Nikki what are your thoughts on on the questions at hand like do you feel like maybe August was taken advantage of is, is that why he's a scorn lover with that weird ass haircut what are your thoughts um I don't feel like he was taken advantage of. Like Marcus said, I feel like Jada is pretty direct. Um, of course, I don't know her personally, but that's that's the vibe that she gives off. I feel like they met and maybe there was chemistry there. And um, it just kind of maybe something, one thing led to another type of situation. And I think, you know, when they realized they were on that road that maybe Jada laid some ground rules or whatever the case may be, and I think August just got deep in his feelings. I mean, he was vulnerable. He's going through all that he is going through. And, um, you know, she was there. And she might have been all he felt like he had. That was his outlet. You mentioned that they met when he was 22, right? Um, yes, ma'am. He's 27 now. So I don't really know the time frame or how long they had these relations going, but I do remember him telling Angela Yee in their interview that he's been celibate for three years. So that means that they haven't messed around since he was at least 24. So this had to have happened a while back. I'm just curious to know why now, why are you telling this now? Um, I can't help but to think, I know I mentioned it in part one, um, yesterday that this is all for publicity like during his interview Angela also mentioned you know you just released your album yesterday so I, I just think it's all part of that 
my thoughts exactly. I'll go next with uh, with Kai. Do you think that uh, this young brother has been taken advantage of? I don't think he was taken advantage of, but I honestly believe that. Have you seen that? Okay, so have you? You probably AC um, Marcus. Y'all might not want to hear this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Did y'all see that picture? Um, with him in the white, um, I don't know, boxers, boxer briefs. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. And I wanted to share it, but I couldn't try my husband like that. (laughs) But hell yeah, girl. Oh, right. Exactly. So being that I did see that image, um, that's all I'm going to say. That's it. (laughs) Okay. So because he has a big dick. You think that he was taken advantage of. Court, what are your thoughts on that? No. That's not what she said, though. That's not what she said at all. Man, don't listen. That is not what I said, okay? The poor man was not taken advantage of. However, she might have wanted, you know, she just wanted to try it out. I mean, why not? But no, I don't think he was taken advantage of on, on a real, on a serious note. I just think that, you know, she was just. It happens all the time. I mean, come on, let's look at it's it's, it's an older woman and a younger guy. I mean, Jennifer Lopez, she's she does it all the time. I mean, granted, it's not this particular situation here, but I mean, the I get why she did it. I don't think he was taking advantage of though. I don't think that. Okay, and I mean, I kind of felt like it, it could go into like a deeper thing because you know, as guys. We the public perception is we can't be taken advantage of because, you know, they'll write us off, especially as black men is, hey, all you guys want is sex anyway. So you're getting what you want. Not saying that that's what you're trying to say or that's what happens. But a lot of times these situations aren't demonized because it's like, hey, guy, you got what you wanted. I mean, even though he may have wanted something deeper with her, maybe he wanted to be married to her. I'm not sure. But. Because at the end of the day, he got the pussy. It's like, hey, you got your prize. Go ahead and cry in your corner. Just don't say anything. Uh, Which is truly unfortunate that we'd have these old women that are monsters to these young men. No. I'm going to use. No. No. No, no, no. That is not correct. Allegedly. I'm going to use that to segue to our final topic, which is that um, older people, men and women, dating younger people, men and women, or both. Um, I don't know about y'all, but of course, we've all had something like that. And when I say older, I'm talking like 10 years, not five or less. Uh, Me, I have no experience with older women. Uh, I guess because my mom was technically like a younger mom. If you get too much older than me, you're going to be like closer to her age. And so I just I just never was really interested. It was a couple of women at a mutual job we all worked at that, you know, could have got it. But I wasn't going to shoot my shot like that. But for some reason, like I'm seeing more and more of that on the women's side. I know at one point it was like common knowledge, I guess, for men to want to date younger women and be sugar daddies. But in the last five years, it's been an uptick in the sugar woman, sugar mama game. So I'm going to start out with uh, court here. This has been a while since you've had a chance to speak. Have you ever been a cradle, cradle robber? No, um, no, absolutely. No. To the point where I found out a guy was a, like a day younger than me and I broke up with him because I was always told that boys matured slower than girls and I didn't have time to be playing catch up so all of the guys so that's why I say I relate more to an older relationship I know you said five or less but it's really crazy I was 14 when I was dating somebody that was 18 that was actually my first husband and like my parents had to sign for me to marry him and I do feel like older people can be manipulative. So I know that y'all say like, like Kai said, she doesn't think that he was a victim. I do. I, I think that he was willing to have sex with her. I don't feel like she like 
manipulated him in that aspect. But I do think he was actually 20 when they got together and like when they first started dating he was on drugs and he says that so it's not like this is like something like a rumor or anything he says that in the interview that he was so i do feel like he was fragile and i feel like he fell in love and he thought that it was going to be something that it wasn't and i feel like she was old enough that lady knew what she wanted she knew she was going to be in her marriage and i felt like she kept him around for as long as she could and i come to that conclusion because this isn't the first time he dropped a video called none your business and in the video he basically tells everybody he's talking about her he shows her picture he uses her middle name and it's like her in the video like asking like who he's having sex with now like basically trying to keep tabs on him and they be like that for real they want to do what they want to do but they don't want you to do nothing they try to keep your ass on lock so i think it was a little manipulation going on but he was technically like a grown person at the same time <clears throat> so I guess next I will go with uh, our resident sex coach, Nikki. What's your thought on that dynamic? And, and is that something that I think in one of our podcasts, you did state that you've dated a little younger before. Uh, what is your thoughts on that? Um, I've never dated anyone older than me, but I have um, been involved with someone younger. He was about five or six years younger than me. The best sex I've ever had in my life. <laughs> um Shout out to him. <laughs> Hold on. Wait, I need to get myself together. Can we can you come back to me? <laughs> yes, uh, while, while my cousin's out here having hot flashes. Uh, Kai, what is your thoughts on uh dating? I, I know you currently date a, an older guy. He's a nice looking guy as well. Uh no homo. But what what are your thoughts on the older women, younger male dynamic that's currently going on? Um, well, younger. Oh, yeah, my boyfriend is seven years older than me. This is the second time I've attempted to date someone that much older than me. Um, younger, though, um, I had really, I didn't have good luck with that. Um, younger, oh, God, that one place that we all used to work at. Um, dang, court might remember. But anyways, the um, one place that we used to work at um, a while ago, um, it was only like three years or so. I remember I was like 23, 24. And I remember the dude was 20, but his 21st birthday was coming up. And I tried it out. And uh, of course, everyone always would say they thought we was, you know, messing around. We wasn't. And then we did, and I go to work the next day. He worked, his shift started an hour before mine. So by the time I got to work, uh, the people in a row in front of me is is clapping and winking at me. And I was like, you know what? I <laughs> will never do this again. But I ended up doing it again, um, maybe like eight, nine years later. And same thing, can't keep the mouth closed. Um, just talk too much. So I don't do well with the with the younger ones. Um, was it any more exciting? Um, no, not actually, it wasn't more exciting. It probably ranks in my worst sex because I just felt like they was on when you're younger, it seems like this just go, 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 go. It just mm -mm. so I don't I don't have anything 10 years or older, though, to give you all any experience, but I've tried the younger. Um, that didn't work out. Okay, no doubt. So, um, Marcus, what are your thoughts? Like, just seeing the, the well, I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it up for you. Have you ever been approached by an older woman, like mom's age, maybe oh, a little bit younger oh, than that? Oh yeah, yeah. Older women love me. I don't know. No wait, now hold on. Pause before we go any further. Marcus was voted sexiest man of some nonsense on Twitter before. So let's. Wait, why does it have to be sexiest man of some nonsense? What? Because you remember that one thing. I'm not going to go into too much detail, but it was like an appreciation post for some services that you've done before. <laughs> and like the women were going crazy. I was like, what the fuck is okay, going on? Minute. We should have had a podcast. Hmm? 
there, there's just a lot wrong with what you said. We just can't let that roll. What kind of services? Private guy, but basically <laughs> he was voted like by all these people. He had like he went viral as like one of the sexiest black men of his profession on Twitter. Like I was like, damn, it was before the, the beard culture and the dad bod that he currently has. Well, not really because he goes to the gym all the time, but he was voted one of the sexiest men on Twitter for whatever reason. Anyway, explain your, you know, I know you probably get hit on all the time, but I cannot wait to clip that little sound bite and just play it everywhere. Like you'd say <laughs> I'm the sexiest man on Twitter. <laughs> That's going to be great. But uh, I, I don't know. They're like uh, older. I think older women do find me somewhat attractive. Not not exactly sure why, but uh, I, I've never uh, like dated or done anything with anyone five years older or younger either direction um as as far as i do know like at my like i'm 34 right now i would there's no you couldn't pay me if i was single you could not pay me to date someone that was 22 you couldn't do it because i i ain't got the time i ain't got the energy i ain't trying to deal with it like i'm not trying to get dressed to go to the club at 11 at night like lady please give me a break I'm trying to, I need to get some sleep here. But even on, and on the other side, like if I was 18, 19, I'd be all in on, you know, dating a woman in her thirties or even forties because, uh, and Nikita can correct me if I'm wrong for women, they get more like sexually advanced and more, uh, confident in what they want as they get older. So for, for Jada, I can, I can kind of see why she would want a younger man for you know those sexual needs because he's younger he can probably he has probably has more stamina he can go more rounds back to back sooner and she knows what she wants so she can kind of let him know like hey i need you to do this and you know do it like this and most young guys are eager to please but as you get older guys kind of get stuck in their ways and kind of just do it the way they want to do because it's been working this long so you know but now nah, i i I would not uh, date anybody like ten years younger than me. At this point, I just I don't I don't have the energy to be running around. I'm not like you see you. Do you see Future? Have you seen Future when he's out with uh, Lori Harvey or whatever her name is? Oh, yeah. that man! Look, that man looks tired in every selfie they take. Like she is running that dude ragged. That's why he ain't got time to take care of his no, kids. She is running him ragged, not her. Nah, he's he because he got like 12 kids, so he's probably got to deal with that stress. And then you got this 23 year old that wants to go to the club and stay out till four in the morning. Like, come on, bro. And he's on lean, like, he's not the healthiest dude. His immune system got to be struggling right now. Like, he's going through it. I'm gonna pray for future. <laughs> Definitely, you got, you got, Russell, you got Russell Wilson, professional athlete, gotten his son calling him daddy. Like, damn, that's a lot going on, man. In his mental, well, I'm pretty sure. Steve Harvey's daughter is calling him daddy, so we'll call yeah. him. Um, I, I've dated younger. I've dated slightly older. Um, I think the oldest that I've ever like dated was like just a few years older than me, and I could definitely tell you the maturity was a little bit different. Like I was still, I was still trying to find out who I was, find my career. She was already kind of settled, knew who she was. It was just a different dynamic. Um, and then I went down, you know, 10 years lower uh, and dated a younger chick. And it's it's a lot. It's a lot. Uh, like when we first started dating, I think I was like 30, 31 or something like that. You need to make sure that you you own it, you know, and it's not just it is sex, too, but. It's just like the stuff that they do day to day is just different, you know, different vibe, different energy levels. And I would just find myself just being exhausted, you know, like just trying out new things that I haven't tried before because I try to be open with things. I think like a good range for me is probably like maybe two to three years younger, maybe four or five. But I could never go back down to 22 or something like that again, because they're living in a whole different world. Like 
it's good to have a fling with them, but as far as trying to build something with them, they're on something completely different. So uh, kudos to August for, you know, being in that situation to even experience Jada Pinkett Smith because she looks wonderful for her age. Um, I hate that it had to end like that. I just by knowing, not knowing, but just by watching her show, I'm pretty sure that, you know, she was pretty forthcoming with what she had in mind as far as doing. Um, like I said, just for me, I couldn't I couldn't do the super young for a different reason. Um, Nikki, well, are you ready to chime in yet with your yes, cooler ways? Okay, so um, as I mentioned, the guy was about five or six years younger than me. <laughs> cougar ways, I'm so done. What'd you say? Oh, I didn't even hear that. <laughs> but um, I had just gotten out of something really serious and he was talking like mad shit and it turned me on. And so, you know, he was telling me all these things that he claimed he could do to me. And I'm like, boy, you still got Similac behind your ears, whatever, whatever. And so one night I was just like, you know, why not? So we did it and he blew my mind. Um, I would never do it again, even though it was the best sex of my life, because like Kai mentioned, um, it's something about these younger guys. They they don't know how to keep their mouths closed. Um, I actually worked with this guy um, a few years ago. And it was like when, even though we initially established that it was just going to be a sexual thing, feelings started getting involved. And then when things didn't go one way or the other, it was like, it, it was horrible. It, it ended pretty badly. And then he started telling people at work that, yeah, yeah, I like I knocked Nikki down, blah, blah, blah. And it I, I just can't deal with that anymore. I don't know what it is with these young guys and why they feel like they always have to tell when they've had an older woman. Well that that I think that's probably the that's probably the only downside to like dating or doing anything with younger guys is like if 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 I'm if you're twenty twenty three years old and you have an opportunity to sleep with Megan Thee Stallion, you'll do it. But if she tells you, like, hey, we're going to do this, but don't say nothing, it, he's going to have a hard time not saying, like, not telling anybody because guys cannot keep their mouth shut. They feel the need to brag about things, and they got to let their homeboys know, like, hey, you know, they, they, would, they would rather, you know, have sex with Megan Thee Stallion once and let everybody know as opposed to having sex with her multiple times and nobody knows. Like, it, it's... It's an ego thing for us. Like, we need to let everybody know, like, hey, this is what I did. I got that. So, and I'm not going to get it again, but I did get it. I got it that one time. Agreed with that. And wow, I, I that's never, like, been my style of thing to do. I mean, once I crossed over to 18, like, I kind of just started to let my sexual life be my sexual life. So, People age at different rates, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that has to suck. I, that, that's something we're going to have to touch on eventually as well, like for an episode. So just kind of tying the knot on things. Anybody else have any additional thoughts as far as Red Table Talk, uh, upcoming episodes, August Alcina and Jada Pinkett Smith, Shakur Alcina? Oh, my God. I can't believe you just said that. <laughs> hey, you saying that one mean talking about Tupac's hologram and uh, August no, Alcina was one, it, was, it was like an image from the scary movie where the girl was like on the ceiling having sex with the ghost and somebody mm -hmm. somebody put the caption, I bet you this is Jada and Tupac every night. <laughs> I didn't see that. I've seen that. So any additional thoughts about that before we get into Nikita's product of the uh, app? Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Uh, I, I would just say, like, just, just communicate. Just let people know where you stand and uh, what you want from them and what the expectations are. Like, and if someone lets you know what their boundaries are and what their expectations of you are, like, try to stay it. Know your role. You know what I'm saying? Know your role and do what you're supposed to do. Okay, perfect. So at this time, um, we're, of course, the sex packets. 
uh, we're going to introduce something new here for you. So um, Nikita, of course, is a sex coach, a professional at sex, more than likely. I'm not sure. I don't want to know because we're related. What type of product of the week are you going to put us on? I actually have two products of this week. And since we are talking about older women and younger men, and these are two of my newest products, I feel like this is the perfect time for this. So I'm going to introduce to you guys um, two products from Doc Johnson's Signature Collections. The first one is from the Signature Cox. It's for my ladies. It is the replica of Safari from Love & Hip Hop. It's his 12-inch ultra skin cock with removable suction cup. And um, <laughs> uh, so this came about because um, a, a while back his nudes was leaked and a lot of people were on Doc Johnson to get a replica of his product out. So if you ladies saw that the nudes of Safari and you were really feeling his 12 inch penis. I have a replica so you can have your very own 12 inch of um, Safari. And for the fellas, I have from the signature strokers collection, Carly Red from Love and Hip Hop. Um, it's handcrafted. It feels like ultra skin. Carly's signature stroker features a tight textured interior that warms to the touch and it feels just like the real thing. So you can have Miss Cardi at your disposal. You can find both of these products at sensationalvibes.com. Hey, y'all make sure y'all shop, uh, with sensationalvibes.com. Um, yeah. And any ladies out there, you know, once again, get to know your body. Um, there is nothing wrong with purchasing some freaky deaky stuff. I actually just saw a feed on Twitter about the pink pussy pill. Um, if any of you ladies have tried it or um, Sabre's missing in action, I'd definitely like to get you guys reviewed. Uh, someone was like, it doesn't even work. But uh, if you do need any type of uh, pills for that, add it sexual satisfaction. Oh my God. Nikita. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. You guys can find me on Instagram at Nikita the Sex Coach. All right. And Marcus, go ahead and uh, give your socials or your uh, thingalings. You said my dingling? What? Thingalings. Oh, okay. My bad. I mean, you calling me sexy this whole time. I didn't know what you were I really didn't do that. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, Marcus underscore Sniffles on Twitter. And if I could just leave uh, everybody with a, uh, a quote to live by, uh, a wise a wise man once said, we formed a new religion, no sins as long as there's permission. And deception is the only felony. So never fuck nobody without telling me. I thought it was gonna okay, be so that's some sort of Jay Z or New York rapper. Uh, yeah, this your boy AC3 Savage. Um, you can follow me on Twitter, Facebook, Adolphus Coleman, and Love Killer Trey on Instagram. Uh, and Kai, go ahead and end it for us. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, MZKAI86. Um, you can find me on Facebook too, but you can't spell my name. So just find it on Instagram. All right. No doubt. And y'all, uh, keep it sexy and we are the sex pack as we out.